Manitoba Canola Growers held its AGM earlier this morning. One of the keynote speakers was Rick White, president and CEO with the Canadian Canola Growers Association. So just a little bit of uh, background, starting with the uh, Agriculture Carbon Alliance. On the issue, particularly of carbon emissions and pricing, we realized that no one farm group or commodity group could be influential enough on its own. So CCGA asked ourselves, can we unite every major national farm group in Canada under one banner for agri-environmental ag- advocacy? And after a lot of work, the answer was yes. And as a result, the ACA was launched in March 2021. The ACA was established to ensure that Canadian farmers' sustainable practices are recognized through a policy environment that maintains their competitiveness, supports their livelihoods, and leverages their critical role as stewards of the land. The ACA is co-chaired by our own Dave Carey with CCGA and Scott Ross from the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. There's also a technical working group uh, under that organization, which is also co-chaired by CCJ and CFA. The ACA membership consists of 14 national farm groups representing every major commodity from export-oriented to supply-managed. So I just want to touch briefly on um, some action here that ACA has taken very recently. Um, ACA continues to working on moving a private member's bill, and I'll call it PMB, or on-farm exemptions of propane and natural gas from carbon pricing through Parliament. Private member's bill C-234, an act to amend the Greenhouse Gas Pollutions Pricing Act, sponsored by Ontario Conservative MP Ben Lobb, was introduced and read the first time on February 7th, so this is quite recent. It is anticipated to be debated for the first time in that second reading in March, and it's likely to be well over a year for the bill to successfully go through the entire legislative process. The bill will cover on-farm exemptions from carbon pricing for critical farming practices, including grain drying, heating and cooling livestock barns and greenhouses, steam flaking, and irrigation. ACA will support the bill through a dedicated advocacy strategy that involves direct lobbying of parliamentarians, committee appearances um, to get this bill passed. So that highlights of that one. Um, I'll maybe flip the biofuels briefly here. Um, CCJ is actively working on the clean fuel regulations, CFR, at the political, policy, and technical levels. Federally, this policy is being led by Environment and Climate Change Canada, Uh, The policy or this policy has potential to benefit canola as a feedstock due to its carbon intensity properties, large-scale availability in Western Canadian processing sector. Four of the five new processing plants announced uh, in 2021 specifically referred to the potential of renewable fuels as a major market factor influencing investment decisions. So the CFR regulation is expected to be finalized in the spring of 2022. CFR will sit on top of the provincial biofuel policies um, now in place from BC to Quebec, covering which covers 93% of diesel use in Canada. And the final package will have both the regulation and the new full life cycle analysis tool, which will be the way that feedstocks such as canola that will be used in low carbon fuels um, and how to get their carbon intensity score, which will be very important. This is where the rubber hits the, ward, uh, the, the, the road and, and determines the eligibility of Canadian canola. So we're watching this very closely and very involved. But we're also working very closely with Canola Council of Canada and uh, the Canadian Oilseed uh, Processors Association, COPA, 
um, and broader associations like forestry, Canadian fuels, um, biofuels associations, et cetera, and specific major commodities in the fuel industry on several remaining issues of concern with the proposed CFR. So there's some details there that um, um, we need to continue having extensive discussions um, also uh, with our provincial departments as well. So, so that covers that one off very briefly. Um, and finally, I'd like to get into a little bit about the next policy framework, um, particularly the business risk management portion of that. Um, we really are advocating to ensure that farmers have access to effective and responsive risk management tools. Um, it's a key priority for us here at CCGA. The current policy framework under which BRM programs are funded is set to expire in March 2023. So CCGA is working with other farm groups to ensure governments understand the need to invest in business risk management programs for farmers. The risks farmers are required to manage on their farms um, has changed over the last decade and BRM programs also need to evolve to ensure they remain effective and relevant to the current environment the farmers are operating in. No one knows that more than you on this call. Um, the policy framework also funds critical areas such as research and market access activities. CCJ is asking the governments to increase investments in the next policy framework to reflect ongoing inflation and the broader public policy expectations on environmental demands placed on Canadian producers. The existing priorities like trade, research, and BRM remain relevant and require consistent levels of support. Additional or enhanced policy priorities such as added emphasis on environment and climate change and adaptation and mitigation, that's going to require additional investment and cannot come at the cost of reduced support for current agricultural policy framework policy priorities, priorities I should say. So in closing and wrapping up here, I just want to very briefly touch on that we are active in ensuring the government understands that science-based decision-making needs to be incorporated across regulations and programs here uh, ongoing and into the future. As an example, we are engaging with government in several areas to uh, emphasize the importance of sticking with science-based decision-making. Um, one that comes up in particular is that there are changes being made to PMRA, Pest Management Regulatory Agency, through the addition of a new independent expert advisory committee. Um, so there's some changes coming our way there um, through that agency, and we're pressing the importance of working with industry to establish environmental solutions and targets that ensure farmers' competitiveness is not undermined, because this has... This is the agency that authorizes use of pesticides in Canada and regulates that. So we're watching that and actively involved. Um, one final point um, is the emissions reduction plan as it pertains to fertilizer. So one of the objectives identified in the strengthened climate plan is to reduce fertilizer emissions by 30% below 2020 levels by 2030. I'm sure you've all heard about this. Um, given the importance of nitrogen for sustainable yield intensification and achieving our production targets of 52 bushels per acre and 26 million tons of production, it is essential that the emissions reduction plan focuses exclusively on emission reductions and not the use of nitrogen. And that any plan um, that they have, the government has, should not and, and shall not erode farmer competitiveness. So that's our messaging on that. That was Rick White. 
president and CEO with the Canadian Canola Growers Association, speaking earlier this morning at Manitoba Canola Growers Annual General Meeting. That's it for today's Prairie Eggwire. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.